One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hello. Hello. Is that tea? Of course. Of course. I want tea. Yeah, that's fine. Any tip to any British people living in America? Trader Joe's Irish breakfast tea is the same as UK. Oh, is it? I, did you say Irish breakfast shop. tea? Yeah. <laughs> Bizarrely, the English breakfast tea comes in boxes with tartan on it, and it tastes wrong. But Irish breakfast tea is right. Right. Well, that's um, Irish. I think we described that the, as... It's the, it's the peculiar relationship that America has with both Ireland and Britain at the same time. Yeah. Much much love to the... Uh, is that a New York Cosmos training top you're wearing there? Umbro replica. It is uh, from the Umbro period around eight years ago. Yes, because I've got, I, I've got I, the shirt, the the classic Pele shirt, a replica of, the, of that shirt made by Umbro as well. Very nice it is too. I have an American soccer team on this coast now. Do you? So, you know, when I lived in Los Angeles, I, I went to go and see LAFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because LAFC is like downtown. It's on the USC campus next to the Coliseum. It's a great stadium. Galaxy's miles away down in Carson. It's almost Orange County. So I was umming and ahhing when I moved here who to watch. Because New York City is ultimately owned by Sheikh Mansour and the Man City clan. Yes. And they play at the Yankee Stadium, which is way up in the Bronx on the other side of the river. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my neighbour the other day. Great neighbour, Wayne. Hiya. New York Red Bulls are only six miles away. Yes, I've been past their stadium when when uh, when we flew to New York. Yeah, you, you see, we flew you into see Newark. It as you fly over. Yeah, well, uh, we, well no, um, well, no, we actually went past it on the train. Oh going, yeah, yeah, you because, do as well. Yeah, to Penn. Yes, um, yes. So it's six miles away. It's on the uh, tram network for me here, and he says a few of them go down. So I'm going to be going to watch uh, Red Bulls. Excellent. Once home of Wright Phillips. I don't know if it was Sean or Bradley, either one. I think it, uh, it was Bradley, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, Bradley then played at um, LA uh, FC. Yeah. And Thierry Henry used to play there as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be going to watch that when the MLS starts letting people in again. I mean, it was an interesting change of career, I felt, for the Wright Phillips clan uh, after their, uh, you know, the, the huge success of Hold On, which is an iconic tune. It's great, right? You know, and and it's t- taking on a new residence because obviously it was at the end of Bridesmaids, wasn't it? You know, great, great yeah. tune, great tune, Sean and Bradley. There was lovely, lovely harmonies. I, the fact that Ian can hold yeah. that tone as well is, I, lo- I love that man. Yeah, it's great. great it's stuff, really, really bizarre. I I hate Arsenal for many reasons, and being a whole City fan, I think they are far and away our most hated team, easily. But when it comes That's to ex-Arsenal players, I I love Thierry Henry. Yeah, I, I love Ian Wright. I love Lee Dixon, even, and that's saying something. That's an that's that's a, an interesting team to pick as a, a Hull's most hated. I, I would have thought, given the amount of uh, great Yorkshire rivalries there are, you know, you would have had an opportunity there to hate somebody. Whitby Town. <laughs> no, I've got Whitby Town Go. on uh, VHS tape. We played them in the FA Cup, and Dwayne Darby scored. Dwayne Correct Darby. me if I'm wrong, Tiger Nation. He either he got a hat trick, but I think he might have got five. Uh, that I, and it's when yeah. it's when we were shit, like proper shit. And Whitby, I think it was a replay as well. So <laughs> was that at, no, at Boothree Park? Was it? That was at Boothree Park oh, in. Right. Oh, that'll have been ninety six. 
95 Dwayne Darby. Were you were you on the Ferris wheel of the, in those days? Was that the, in the no, no Alan Fettis, not Alan Ferris. Alan Fettis. Alan Fettis is the greatest goal scorer Hull City ever saw. <laughs> the fact that he was our goalkeeper. <laughs> um, so yeah. he scored Boxing Day against <laughs> Oxford. I think was it Oxford or Huddersfield? I was there. I was in Bonkers in Southampton. Was that was that was that um, when he was brought off the bench? He was because he was the, the only bench. fit player that an, you had. Yeah, because we 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 couldn't name any other substitutes. <laughs> and then in another game, he actually started. So, um, <laughs> but we we had this weird uh, affinity and connection with Northern Irish goalkeepers because we also had Roy Carroll. Oh blimey! Who used to go out with my mate Amelia, and then he went into the big time, obviously with Man United and stuff. I thought oh, you were going to say he dated somebody big time. I don't. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, she yeah. was big time for a bit. She was huge on Mexican TV. Was she? Yeah. None of this. This all sounds preposterous. None of this is bullshit. It's amazing. No, it all sounds completely plausible. I mean, I think you know, it's that's that's. Another... No, out of interest, who who do you think Hull City's main Yorkshire rivals are? Oh, see, uh, this is where well, this is where I would fall down because my Yorkshire geography for that part of Yorkshire is not particularly brilliant. I would say because obviously Hull is East Yorkshire. So you've got West Yorkshire's Leeds, South Yorkshire's Barnsley Sheff- and the Sheffield clubs and Doncaster. Mm. So then that leaves you with Huddersfield, again, who are West Yorkshire, I West, think. They're West West Yorkshire. They're West, 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 Manchester. We've got Halifax Town. Or, Shaman, or, yeah, or, once or, upon a time. Or York, but that's North Yorkshire. No. So I don't know. Um, no, I, I mean, I, the, the obvious gag to go for us is to say Hull Kingston Rovers, but of course, the, you know, that's... Um, Rugby, you twat. I, I know, I um, know. That's why I didn't say it. I don't want to insult anybody. So the way I've always seen it is Sheffield United are our main Yorkshire rivals. Right, okay. Far and away our main rivals in that regard. Possibly Donny after that, because yeah. we went up and down with them. Leeds, maybe third, maybe fourth. Mm. We we hate Bradford as well. Once upon I forgot a time, about Bradford, yeah. Once upon a time, Bradford uh, were on the verge of promotion. Our chairman gave over the homestands to the Bradford fans, and he put us on the condemned side of the ground. <laughs> and and it, went, it went proper <laughs> FA Cup. It wasn't FA Cup, but they, they had a white horse on the pitch and everything. Oh, it brilliant. kicked off big style. But we also hate Scunthorpe, but you, know, you Scunthorpe, can't hate Scunthorpe yeah. that much because they normally take our old players. Grimsby, but... They, oh, well, they're not Lincolnshire, really Grimsby. Is that, well, they, think, yeah. they were they were Humberside, obviously. But um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Grimsby used to be much better than us. Oh, right. I have a, a weird love of Grimsby football shirts. Right. I don't know why. They've they've always had, before they became popular and fashionable, Barcelona away strips. They always had a nice red and a nice blue away kit. Okay. Clive Van Donker back in the day. Oh, did he play for Grimsby? Did he? Yeah, before he went, went to, to Charlton. Charlton. Oh, okay. Right, there we go. This is... Uh... So, but no, it's just, you know, completely down the rabbit hole here. I don't know quite sure where to go with this now. I mean, oh, but you know why we hate Arsenal, don't you? Oh, is that the FA Cup? Not well, FA not Cup that fan. FA Cup, not 2014, not when we right. were two 0 up, yes. hosting, yeah, and then we lost three two. No, it's the FA Cup quarter final in 2009. So right, our first season in the Premier League. Yeah, we get Arsenal in the quarter final. Hadn't you beaten them uh, at the Emirates that season? We had Giovanni had, had scored an absolute pile driver from about 35, 40 yards, something like that. And then former Rangers, Daniel Kuzan, scored a wonderful header as well. But in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, 
Cesc Fabregas, who wasn't playing for some reason, ran on in a hoodie and allegedly spat uh, a couple of players. And then it all kicked off. And then Arsenal forevermore were right. just our most hated. Right, team. okay, okay. Even though before, in like the 70s, we had like shared players and all of that. So. Okay. Welcome to Top Content. Um <laughs> This is all building up very well, I think. This is, you know, to 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 our iconic live episode, which is uh, going to be in people's faces, ears, orifices. Oh yeah, it's it's got to be better than that live episode of EastEnders, where someone said Adam instead of Ian Beale, and Great. Scott Maslin forgot all of his lines. Brilliant. It's got to be like that. Just like I've forgotten all of mine now. I don't know. Don't know what to say. I've been thinking about our little. Uh, Top content recording sessions. Yeah, it's a bit like therapy, but for free. Yeah, it's it's sort of a release of modern tension. Good name for a band that. Or what, an, modern or, tension. Yeah, or an electronica album of some description. Modern new, tension. New album from Aphex Twin. Modern, modern tension. tension. In stores In now. Oh, he's voice done o- voiceover done by Marianne Hobbs or Eddie Temple Morris or someone like that. Eddie Temple Morris yeah. always gets the alternative. Yeah. Um, Aphex Twin did one of those NFT non-fungible artworks, didn't they, the other day? What's that then? It's the latest uh, bullshit thing. NFT. I keep Where? seeing it coming up on my my junk mail on a main list. I'm on. Is it not non-fungible something? It's a piece of digital artwork. It could be music. It could be an image. It could be video. It could be a GIF. And Whoever buys it buys the original, and I don't understand the term original when it comes to digital because it's ones and zeros. And right. they sort of get a certificate, but you buy it using blockchain, which is like Bitcoin and other. Yeah. So once you have the assets, that's yours. It's locked, but it can accrue value. Right. Just for the fact that it's original, and it, obviously, you know, laws of supply and demand. There's only one of them can, can we try so, it with this can we try it with this what, top content nft yeah we could send this to just one person which would be fucking better than some of last week's audience figures <laughs> um top content could increase in value over time yeah yeah i wouldn't say this i wouldn't say this episode because there's no. been far too much football chat yeah there has we've, yeah we've slurped a cup of tea yeah but if anybody wants to make an offer yeah what what we can do is we'll have it we can we can make this an individual episode. We could give the video of the podcast to somebody as an NFT of this podcast. Of as this opposed podcast. To, as opposed to the next week, right? Yeah, this one. This okay. One. Let's just let's keep all the shit in one place. Yeah. Somebody could, if they want NFT, that explains the Houses this. of Parliament. Then wait, wait. Um, that in. See, and people would pay money for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No question about That's it. Yeah. NFT is, is is just another bit of bullcrap. It's yeah, it's. I don't think you need to wiki that name. No, I think I've sort of exp- explained it effectively. Well, like our very own witch guide, aren't we? When when they see, you know, in, in, in the midst of pro, in advert breaks in the cons, for your guide on how to select your broadband, contact witch. Or when they have like that very that very smiley woman come on and tell you uh, what's it called brand power and it's got a really crap jingle. So that's it. We have we have brand power over here as well. Yeah, but I mean, but America's much more well versed in the infomercial, aren't they? Yeah, than than we are over here. You know, it's just filling. It's just filling time. 
Wintercore. And all that type of stuff. It's buried in where they can't even be bothered to put on a repeat of Grand Designs on more 4. It's sort of three o'clock in the morning thinking, oh, no, no one's going to be watching this. Well, I think Fox at the weekend on like Sunday morning is like all infomercials till 8am. It's like, what the... It's like... It, it... I know Channel 4 used to do infomercials till about six o'clock in the morning. Then Transworld Sports would come on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you watch and you go, this is America. Yeah. What the hell? Nah. This... Uh, this could be our NFT episode. This okay. could be it. We we are riding as a, on the coattails or jumping on the bandwagon. As opposed to normally being top content NSFW. Is it? It's, well, I don't know. It's supposed if to I said as... cunt right now, like yeah. cunt, I'd bleep that out. Yeah, okay. You... <laughs> and I think... Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I'm going to bleep that out Yeah, well. you got to bleep that out, yeah, yeah. The only time that I didn't bleep things out was i think i think we called p morgan something and it had to stay in oh i can't uh, we called but we've, only t- we've, we've called him so many things so many things so i don't i i, I, can't, I can't honestly remember what the specific thing was that we called him that we had to leave in just because it was editorially justified it was editorially yeah, justified yeah. yeah yeah it's like that episode of extras where andy millman wants a kid to be taken out of the restaurant because he thinks they're making too much noise and the kid's got downs oh. playing with her and then they have the phone in with Nick Ferrari and he goes oh he's a right shit and Nick Ferrari goes yeah that's justified normally I would ask you to apologise after swearing on air but in this case it's more than okay did you see David Lammy on LBC so I say C Global are very good at this. They're very good. <laughs> no, video. no, I didn't. So David Lammy's been, I think he's been he, covering he, for JOB. Or he's, or he's oh, is he? Oh, he, he, does, he does his own week, weekend show, oh, does I think, he, yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. And he had, this, yeah. he had this woman on called Jean who said, you're not English. And he goes, I was born here. I'm raised here. My sensibilities are English. Yeah. I've got African-Caribbean heritage, mm. but I'm English. And she's going, I can't be Afri- African-Caribbean. And he goes, well, no. And she goes, and you can't be English. And he goes, well, I've, I've done my DNA and I'm actually a bit Scottish. I've got Scottish <laughs> blood running through my veins. That means that once upon a time, many, many years ago, someone Scottish got it on with one of my ancestors and that's why I'm part Scottish. And she goes, well, you can be British, but you'll never be English. And uh, this woman was a fucking idiot. And she, she is the exemplar of everything wrong with Brexit and Boris. It's given legitimacy to absolute racist idiots. And they probably don't see themselves as racist. They probably just see themselves as... We're good old English. You, you're stupid. You're thick. You're, you disgust me. And that is the typical English football fan. Because really, because we stand on the terraces and, yeah. and do. And I was just thinking there when you said Andy Millman, you mentioned that. I'm thinking that is a classically kind of footballer, lower league footballer kind of name. A solid, dependable midfielder whose knees go, puts on quite a bit of weight and ends up playing uh, non-league football for quite yeah. a, for, sort of at the tail end of his career. And you go, Get to oh, yeah. Get to going to Fleetwood Town. Yeah. But then... Yeah, it, it's, yeah. 400 appearances for Haventon Waterloo. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a few of them that we used to, I used to watch similar, where I, when I used to go and watch Worcester City, down at St. George's. Royals! Like, yeah, yeah, no. Which is an extraordinary. Compare and contrast really, um, compared to watching Premier League football. 
which I'd been really spoilt with, I suppose, over many years watching the well, top level football, watching Everton, uh, even though at some of the time it was absolute pish, but well, a lot of the time it was absolute pish to be to be precise. But you know, you go there and, and they ended up signing. I think at one stage they had Des Little, the former Nottingham Forest player, who was still extremely fit. He was playing right back, but I think he'd, I think he'd started at Worcester, so he'd come back. Where's he going? They had they had Graham Hyde, the ex. Sheffield Wednesday midfielder, who was the sort of the hub, the fulcrum of the team. They had Phil Stant at one time, who who played obviously bounced around a lot of lower league football, just barreling through defenders and just using any sort of bit of kidology he could to sort of keep going. But you know that that's that's what you sort of expect from lower league football. These these top level players uh, that retire, you know, at the age of thirty four with you know squillions of pounds in the bank. Whereas you think you cast your mind back and all of these players did that, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago and beyond. They'd go and they'd, they'd finish out their days playing for League of Ireland teams or Northern non-league teams or whatever, you know, Barrow or Southport or whatever it might be. I mean, I know Barrow are a league team now, but still. Yeah. Non-league football is the best because it's normally cheap. It's normally less than a tennis game. Oh, well, Worcester was expensive, which is why I stopped going. Really? More than it a was, it, Oh, yeah, it was. It was... It was twelve quid, twelve, and yes. it was and facilities were awful. Yeah, and I think the best one was when they played. They got through to the first round of the FA Cup, and they played Rushton and Diamonds. Got a ticket for the game. It sold out, and the ticket was eighteen or nineteen quid, I think, or something. It was about that, like slightly cheaper. That's, but anyway, that's, like, that's a liberty taker. But I yeah. understand they've got to exist. But yeah, but you you can have a pint whilst watching non-league football. Ah, uh, no, you can't. No, you can't. What? Depending on no, depending on what level you're at. Yeah. Depending on what level you're at, you can't because when we Worcester were in, oh I think Lord. the National League North at that point. Is that Vanarama Conference? Yeah, yeah. So it's the one below that. Yeah. And and you couldn't. So you could go. You could go around to the bar and get a very very fizzy pint at half time. Oh well, screw that. With a whopping. And then and then there were curtains, small windows that you could see out, sort of like letterbox kind of windows, and then you could look out and you could see. But then as soon as the match kicked off, you had to close the curtains. Oh, well, that's my argument completely out the window then. So but, I'm going to you, it now. Go on. Non-league football is shit. There we go. So, But you can, if you're below that, if you're a couple of steps below that, you can, because it, it's a, at a certain point in the pyramid, then those, those rules kick yeah. in. So I did go to watch City of Liverpool a few years ago, and you were able to sit. And, and you could have a pint of Guinness and uh, sat and had a pint of Guinness, a couple of pints of Guinness and, and enjoy the match. And it was great. It's the thing, there's a complete difference between that and rugby and cricket where you can yeah. sit and, and it's part of the whole thing. There is a beautiful paradox in non-league football compared to, say, top-level Premier League in that non-league footballers want to play like Barcelona, yes. but none of them can pull it off. No. Premier League, all the teams can play like Barcelona, but they would rather play like non-league football cloggers and just tuck the ball sometimes. It's a weird paradox. There's a there's a really good article on the BBC website that falls down at the final hurdle, but it's a really good article where they look at two footballers and it's uh, I think it was inspired by something that Marcus Rashford and Jesse Lingard said. I think it's... Didn't they quote something like 0.012%? Because that is the percentage... Well, just randomly, it's a percentage. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's the percentage of players that actually get to play Premier League footballer. So from youth teams from like under nines all the way up to like under 16s, under 18s. Yeah. Something like 80 out of a million and a half kids get to play Premier League football. Right. You've got better odds of being struck by lightning than you have of starting 
your football career as a nine-year-old and then playing in the Premier League. Right. Well, see, that, but yeah, but yeah, when we go towards football, you, you still have people who, and we all do it, you know, where you go, God, my nan could have done better than that. I could have done better than that, blah, blah, blah. And actually, in reality, you couldn't. No, no. Because, yeah, you might have a bit of, you can do like 20 keepy-uppies and, and a Cruyff turn, but you're never going to be as good in 90 minutes as these guys are. And the article's fantastic. They follow these two footballers who go to Lillishaw. They get looked over by Howard Wilkinson and they sort of go through the ranks and then you find out Ooh. where one person goes and then where the other person goes. It's a ah. fantastic article until like the last line where it goes, uh, these are the footballers that played with the lads in this under-16 game at Lillishaw and they had no Premier League appearances. And my problem with that is the, the player, one of the players that they talk about is a very, very established Football League player. He's a bit of a legend. And they're saying, well, he's got no Premier League football experience, so he's shit. It's like... Premier League is not the be-all and end-all no. of it all. There's some great players in the lower leagues that could play in the Premier League. There's some Premier League footballers that don't deserve to f***ing be there but get carried by teammates. And it depends on your age, your physicality, your skill set, the team that you're at. It's, yeah, the, the article's fantastic. It's one of those interactive things where they show you pictures and beautiful, but... I, I won't ruin it by telling you who the footballer is. Okay. The legend. But he's made a good life of himself. Is it Lee Trundle? It's not Lee Trundle. <laughs> no, that's a shame. I, I want my image rights. For Swansea. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another top content. Don't forget, listen to the others. We put out loads of these per week. I don't want you to miss any, because then you're going to miss some top content. Uh, if you want to... Open us up and listen to the full archive. Go to podfollow.com slash topcontentspod. Make sure that you uh, rate and review and subscribe and all that stuff once you've listened to the amazing archive of material that we have at your disposal. And also say hello uh, on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. All of them you can find us at Top Content Pod. And make sure you follow all those social medias to find out how to watch Top content live streaming on YouTube on Tuesday, April the 6th, 2021. I don't need to say anything now. That's it. That's you've said it. Top content has been a top content production. <laughs>